This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football is our religion. Wonkhorst Stadium is our church. Nigel Clough, the God we choose to believe in. And of course, Mansfield Town, the record breakers. We continue to watch. A 2-0 win over Leighton Orient makes Mansfield Town break a club football league record of eight straight victories. It's all going well for the Stags, but can they continue it as they head to Harrogate on Tuesday night? More on them later, but first let's delve into yesterday's game. This is the Sunday Sermon, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield match day and breaking records matters. Get involved in the comment and have your say on your team. Let us know your thoughts on yesterday's goal and, of course, the genius, which is Diego Jordan Bowery. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Sunday Sermon, the place for you to have your say on your team. Why? Because Mansfield always matters, and it's only handball if you don't see it. So there you go. Uh, get involved in the comments and have your say on your team. Let us know your thoughts on yesterday's result as Mansfield Town beat Leighton Orient by two goals to nil to uh, continue their excellent run in Skybet League Two and to, uh, of course, break the all-time club record for consecutive football league victories. As I say, get involved in the comments now and have your say. Joining me to uh, cast their eye and give their opinions on all things Mansfield Town, two of the usual faces. We've got Mr Clive Parkin. A very good afternoon to you. Hello, everybody. 
The man who usually has the worst broadband in Mansfield, Mr. Nathan Edge. Evening. And I'd probably and, still have, to be honest. Well, we don't know because we did a little test with uh, our guest today, Adrian, who said my broadband's about as bad as Nathan's. Afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. It might be. We'll see uh, if, if I'll pick Nathan to that prize. But yeah, it's a delight to be on the podcast. Well, we're very pleased to, to have you a late substitute for our super sub, Alan Wilson, uh, this evening as well. So uh, we're very pleased to have you uh, alongside us. If people don't know uh, who you are, I know you've sort of been on the, the journalist scene for a season or so now. Just give people a bit of a, a background as to, uh, to who you are, what you do and why on earth you're spending your Sunday afternoon talking to us three. Well, um, I'm, I'm a broadcast journalism student, uh, a student at Nottingham Trent University. University. Uh, I'm a third year, final kind of latter stages of education, uh, as you will. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been a journalist writing about Mansfield, Mansfield Town, and various other clubs, but mainly the Stags for the past season and a half. So yeah, I've been in and around the club for the past season. Um, so yeah, it's been. Yeah. So in Mansfield Town. Well, there you go. I mean, what better way to spend your Sunday afternoon? The only thing issue I've got, Nath, is we've, we seem to have acquired another student. So uh, does this one watch Holly Oaks or, you know, third year should have uh, progressed, on to, progressed on by now, shouldn't he? Uh, third year, so they've got past the drinking stage. It normally is when they knuckle down in it and, and crack on. But if we, if we, you know, Cam set the bar pretty low, so it should be all right. Mm. That is very, very true. Uh, Clive, let's uh, delve into yesterday's action. We'll come to the comments uh, uh, in in just a second. Uh, just so you know, uh, not, I don't think they're coming up on my screen. Uh, they're not coming uh, up on mine my, either. Uh, but I have got the phone and they are coming up on the phone through Facebook. So uh, if you're watching on platforms which which isn't Facebook and you, and you comment this afternoon, we won't be able to get them. But if you're on Facebook, comment away and we've got the phone right here to get them. There's always some sort of tech issues when there's somebody new on the podcast. So, uh, yeah, blame Adrian. Yeah, if I all else fails, we'll, we'll blame Adrian, yeah, then blame uh, Simon, then blame Cam. Blame me, blame me. That's fine. There we go. Uh, Clive, yesterday, 2-0 win, uh, but it was a difficult game in terms of the conditions because that wind was absolutely horrendous. I didn't need to drive to the game yesterday. I just sort of stuck my arms out with an umbrella and uh, flew the off Mary like Mary Poppins. Poppins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it was a spoiler, really, the, the wind. It, obviously, it's the same for both teams, but... It did take some of the skill out of the game and Mansfield's been a very skillful passing team in, in recent times. So I feared for the worst because it would only take a, a lucky hoik from near the halfway line and, and goals get scored that don't deserve to be. But it actually worked out OK. I think we were able to show mastery. We were a better, we were a better team than them. And we got a, a just result. However it comes about, we got a just result. We were definitely 2-0 better than they were. Let's delve into the comments. Glynn has kicked us off uh, this afternoon and says, what a feeling, still buzzing and great to see Perchy and a very good crowd to uh, uh, to boost. Nick says, hearing rumours that the, Glo- the Harlem Globetrotters have put in a late bid for Jordan Bowery. Uh, Mark says, well done to Nigel and the boys. League one, here we come. Jim says, Jordan Bowery's goal is proof that VR has no place in our beautiful game. Seriously speaking, though, I'd like to see Hawks go up front at times. It gives us another dimension, holding it and attacking aerial crosses. I th- certainly think that, uh, that that will be something uh, which happens in, in future weeks once we've got Rawson back from his suspension um, uh, and things like that as well. Uh, Craig says, uh, what a feeling at the moment. Absolutely buzzing week in, week out, rather than the doom and groom looks. Seeing Alfie with gleaming smiles uh, leaving Field Mill is great to see. Uh, Daniel says, all right, lads, what a feeling for us staggies. The wind really affected their keeper. Couldn't get it into our half. Um, absolutely couldn't. He really, really struggled with that yesterday. And I was actually quite um, impressed with the way we took the game to them, Nath, because even, you know, with the wind, sometimes it spoils it, but it didn't really stop us playing at times. And I think that sort of showed our determination, especially in the, in the goal we scored through Jordan Bowery. Yeah. I mean, when we got the opportunity to play, you know, we, we did, um, which I think was what was so pleasing about yesterday. You know, we, we couldn't play our normal game. You know, we've got the, the near side to the pitch of the West Ham, which is obviously still suffering after that Middlesbrough game. Um, so there's that to contend with. And then you've got the actual conditions on the day, uh, with it being so so windy. And especially first half, you saw the you saw the effects of that. Uh, but the second half, when we were playing into it, I thought, thought we dealt with it better than what Leighton Orient did. I don't know if it calmed down a bit or whether we were just better at, at dealing with it, but we but we did. Um and we and we still got the win. So when things aren't 
it's easy for you when when a few cards are down and you've got to find a different way to win. It's nice to see that we've got the players and the the nous about us to actually be able to win in a different way. You know, we're not just um, uh, you know, we're one dimensional team in that aspect. And I think you need that in order to get to get out of this league. You've got to be able to adapt to scenarios like that. So um, yeah, I think it's pleasing in so many different ways. I know you've watched it uh, back this morning, Adrian, as well. What did you uh, make of it from the other side, the, the camera angle? Because from our position, you know, it's clear handball but uh, for Jordan Bowery's goal. But uh, what about on the camera? Was it was it as clear as day there? I think we might be having a few issues with your uh, microphone, Adrian. Can you just uh, pop off, um, log out and then log back in again? And then we might be able to... Uh, might be able to hear you. Maybe uh, unplug the headphones as well. That might that might help for you. Um, so, uh, so uh, my my eyes from the other yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's that bottom left of the screen uh, condition. So, apologies uh, for that. We've hopefully got everybody else back on. Hopefully, uh, Nathan uh, and Clive uh, are still uh, audible because uh, we can actually hear him here. We we could hear him yeah. here, but uh, obviously we we don't hear what uh, what goes out. Sadly, so uh, hopefully. Uh, uh, Put me bottom right. left. I'm all right. Well, well, that's it. Maybe it's the cursed. Maybe it's the cursed spot. Cursed going, <laughs> going back to uh, yesterday's. Uh, uh, going back to uh, yesterday's game, Clive. I, again, the determination for us to 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 go and win and to go and uh, play out in that was second to none. And even with the whole um, the whole thing about re- set, setting records, it didn't seem to phase the stags at all. They just carried on. And uh, and just carried on with with absolute desire. Yeah, I don't think there's a weak player in our side at the moment. They all gave everything. Um, they were uh, they were, um, uh, if you like, carrying on from previous games. You know, no no question of lack of desire. They were they were where they needed to be. They were helping each other out. They covered for each other, and it was so pleasing to get a clean sheet as a result of all that as well. Yeah, it uh, certainly was. Hopefully we'll be able to uh, welcome Adrian back uh, in a minute. Nathan's gone to the bottom, the cursed bottom left position now, so you never know. Uh, let's give it a try. Let's see if we can uh, we can hear Adrian now. Uh, just give us your uh, reflections uh, on uh, on yesterday's game again, Adrian. Well, I think the game, uh, it, was, it was hard in a sense, I think. Um, the, the weather conditions definitely played a part in that. Um, but I think we coped well. I think the, the goal from Jordan Barry, especially, I mean, it, it was handball, but it, it's a goal nevertheless. And then the, the second goal from Ollie Clark, where McLaughlin kind of missed control in a sense, and then he fired it into the bottom corner. It was a good finish. So, yeah, I think we took uh, the victory very well. The record will show that Bowery scored a goal. It won't make reference to handball in history. I mean, even I could see it was handball, though, lads. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when you can see it's handball, there is something wrong. But uh, yes, it's uh, yeah. Fortunately, we we did manage to get your sound then, Adrian. So uh, you are back on. So there. Can we I go. just Happy say, days. lads, isn't it good to have a bit of a rub of the green for a change? Mansfield is well, rarely lucky in that respect. So, I so think when... one. With that ref yeah, as well, because he owed us one, didn't he? I know. He did. I know. I'm not saying he did it mm. deliberately, but from what happened at Colchester, it was obviously the same referee, and he was at Newport as well, wasn't he? So he's made two very big errors against that have gone against us in previous games. To so to actually get one, uh, you know, on Saturday, and we've we've added that. I mean, you, you could say that with the goalposts as well. You know, they saved us a little bit towards the end. We are getting that look of the green a bit now, aren't we? Uh, which we weren't getting with, with injuries and suspensions and decisions. A lot was happening at the start of the season. It, is, it has come around now. And, I, and you make your own look, that's that's for sure. But it is nice to, to be on the on the other end of it for a change. Keep your comments coming in and have your say on your team. Daniel has been in touch and says, hasn't Bowery scored more goals this season than he has all his career? I won't say probably all his career, but it'll be close to uh, getting a, a personal best, Clive, surely. Well, I'm not a statistician. I think Adrian probably knows more about that than I do. But uh, I'm happy with his contribution, regardless of his goal count. And uh, I think, you know, I was one of the people that was springing to his defence earlier in the season when people were condemning him as being a waste of a shirt. Um, but he's certainly come into his own and he's, he's capable of scoring. It all depends on formation at the end of the day and then service and a bit of luck and a blind linesman. No offence, Diego. <laughs> all right. No, I would have got it right. It's no, no offense taken. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, what's he on now? Fifteen or so goals for the Stag since he signed last summer. He's uh, 
career best uh, at a club is 20 for crew so he might certainly get certainly get there but uh, stats aside adrian he has been a, a a player who has improved week upon week and two goals in two games he's certainly in form at the minute and he's uh, making it very very difficult for the likes of Lucas Aikens, who, who's just joined, and Danny Johnson, of course, uh, who's just come back from injury, to to get back in Nigel Clough's thoughts. Yeah, definitely. I think I think Jordan Barry is a player currently. I think he's I think he's undroppable. Um, the work the work he puts in, uh, simply just chasing the balls down, um, shielding the ball. Uh, I think he really complements the strike force with with himself. So so. I think, like you said, two in two games, four goals in in five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, he's he's certainly certainly in his in his own now, and he's certainly firing them in. You've got better stats than me, and I have to prepare stats every week for the radio. I'm just, I just turn just turn up. That's I think everyone knows that by now. Anyway, uh, Nathan, another thing yesterday, which uh, Stags Chat has put in the comments is passion around the team is on a high, and can't wait for each game to come around. It's clear, isn't it, that there's so much passion and so much energy at the club at the moment home or away it's just a beautiful thing to to be enjoying yeah I mean um I think uh, after, after the game nobody left for for, God, for about 10 minutes it seemed that's what it felt I'm like still I, there. I said to my <laughs> I said to my brother I was like it's like we're asking for an encore it's like you're waiting for for him to to come back out and, and go again you know but um that's what it's uh it kind of even when we lost to Middlesbrough you know yeah. everyone stayed behind to clap them off and and show our appreciation and I think uh, you know it's easy when you win is it to do that but um I think that a lot of the fans have, have really taken by how you know the passion that the players have put into it you can see the effort they put in um and that's why even when we did did say you know lose against Middlesbrough we were still there so um no it's enjoyable like I say home and away hopefully again we, you know Tuesday night it'll be more of the same but um you've got to sort of really sit back we're going to get you know we've got a tough running coming up but you've got to really sort of uh enjoy the when, when you're on this crest of a wave and and i think we are as a club and as supporters we you know making the most of this yeah uh clive let's uh talk about nathan's favorite subject ollie clark back in the side back in the goals yesterday always been a big fan uh yeah he's a mixed bag is ollie clark isn't he earlier in the season i doubted his commitment um I don't jump to those conclusions. It was just a, a genuine uh, consideration on my part. But in, in the last few games, he's been a real workhorse. He's put himself where it hurts. And uh, and I think the goal was a nice reward for his efforts as well. And certainly when he first joined us, we expected this of him. It fell away a little bit. And the change of management didn't help, I don't suppose. Um, and for a long time, if you're going to lo- if you're going to replace anybody in the middle of the park, it was going to be Clark. Uh, sorry, it was going to be um, Ollie. Because... He, he always seems to be the one with a mistake in him. But that seems to have dried up a bit, which is good. Uh, winning breeds confidence, doesn't it, Adrian? I think, you know, whether you're in and out of the side like Ollie Clark has been or not, when you come into a winning side, it's difficult to come in and make mistakes because everybody around you just, just pulls at you. And when you're the captain, you sort of feel like you've got that sense of responsibility to, to go out and lead and continue the charge. Oh, most definitely. Ollie, Ollie Clark will feel that... Sometimes when he does make a mistake, it's obviously he is the club captain, so he, he'll feel a bit hard done. Uh, well, he won't feel hard done, but he will feel that he's got to lead by example. And I think his his goal kind of kind of showed that he he led by example. He kind of took the ball away perfectly. Um, he does he does make mistakes on on occasion, but when he does make a mistake, he makes amends for it. He fights for every single ball, and I think especially in in this game against Leighton Orient, I think he did that and. Like Clive said, the, the goal that he scored, I can't. I, you, you've got to commend him for, for his for his work and his efforts the past couple of games, especially. Yeah, he's a top man off the pitch, though, as well. I had the pleasure of interviewing him after the game yesterday. Uh, really good chat with him um, as well, which is uh, which was. Uh... It was an excellent interview. Well done. Thank you, thank you, mate. Appreciate that. <laughs> Talking of uh, top men as well, uh, Daniel's been in touch and says, "Can we have a big thank you to everyone that donated for the two flags?" Everyone's played their part and a special mention uh, to Lee Wilson for the large Lashes donation. Yeah, absolutely. Lee Wilson, a top man uh, as well. A pleasure to have back alongside me uh, yesterday. He's forgiven me, Nath, for not picking him up on the way to uh, Barrow and he will be back alongside me as we go to uh, to Harrogate on, on Tuesday night. But uh, from a Stags perspective, you know, we'll be looking at a ninth consecutive uh, victory, but I think we've just got to sort of look at it as 
you know, the, the games which have come before don't matter any uh, a jot because we can't afford to get carried away. We can't afford to start dreaming. We just need to take it each game in its stride. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we've obviously at the start of the season we went 14 or something like without uh, without winning at one point. So, yeah, you, it can very easily you know, swing back in the other way. I don't think it will happen, but I think we need to also understand that we're not going to carry on winning forever. We are going to, you know, with some teams yes, are going to be, you know, Sutton, Sutton did it to us. You know, we are going to drop points at some point, but um, <laughs> I think we just need to understand that we're not, we're not world beaters uh, we, and we've got some tricky, tricky games coming up. Um, just, just to also point you know, on, on the Ollie Clark, I know I said drop him from, you know, off a cliff as well, but I, you didn't let me finish. I always, I always meant with a parachute and I always knew he'd come floating back in and, and, and pop. Oh yeah. Creeping so, backwards. You know, yeah. you know, I just, just wanted to throw that in there, but, um, but yeah, yeah going on to, to, on to Tuesday night, um, we, like I say, this next, uh, next month, we've got some really tough, tough fixtures coming up. So there's a lot to play for. We've done does ama- done amazingly well to get us in this position where where we are. Um, but uh, but you know, isn't it nice to at least even just be in this position to think where we were a couple of months ago? That's, that's all I can say. Nathan, you're spot on. There are tough games coming up, but I tell you this: they'll be more worried about us than we should be about yeah. them. That's, that's true. Uh, I mean, I, I, we've got Forest Green to play twice, and you see what they they did to second in the table, Tramia yesterday. So. Six points there for us, that. <laughs> I need I need some of what have you been drinking? I need a glass of it. But um, no, we, we can be confident, but we got to we can't be overconfident. We are going to have some tough games. I think the Tuesday game is an acid test for us because we've we've performed very badly against them twice this season. Yeah. Um. So I'd I'd, I'd like to see some restoring of common sense in all this. Well, uh, that's been reflected in my forecast later on. They will uh, be itching to get back to winning ways as well, Adrian, because they were done three 0 at Stevenage on uh, on Saturday afternoon with Harrogate. Yeah, it was it's kind of it was kind of unexpected in a sense. But Harrogate have been on a bad run of form as well. Um, Stephen is kind of resurrecting their form ever so slightly. So three 0 result, could you see it as a bit of a shock? Maybe, maybe not. But yeah, they'll be they'll be definitely itching to to get what get another win against Mansfield Town and kind of put a losing streak um, to an end. But I think we can we can take confidence to Harrogate. Um, like everyone said, taking it game by game um, is is crucial in, in kind of keeping keeping up with a with a chasing pack uh, in the automatic promotion hunt. But yeah, taking it game by game, um, taking confidence to Harrogate and hopefully getting a win from from there. Well, we'll have podcast predictions uh, later on. Let's move back. Uh, slightly to uh, to yesterday. We'll get some post-match reaction in a minute. You guys can have a vote over who we hear from, whether it will be Nigel Clough or, or Ollie Clark, the Stags captain. Let's uh, talk about other influences uh, yesterday, Clive, and other bits of uh, moments, shall we say, which really, really were somewhat emotional at, at some point. Of course, we're talking the return of James Perch. Comes off the bench um, with, what, um, a couple of minutes to go, plays five, the last five minutes, four added on, of course, um, as he comes on, not a bum on a seat in the home end. Everybody on their feet applauding his return. He's one of our own, you know. Mm-hmm. For, from Mansfield. So, yeah, you're correct there. But, yeah, it was... It was I mean, I was quite emotional. And I think a lot of people were because we just many of us had written him off. You know, we thought that he wasn't going to come back from that sort of terrible injury at his age. Uh, I'm absolutely delighted that he's, he's, he's done better than expected. And it, him being able to play some part in the next 20 games is an absolute bonus. It's like a new signing. It really is like a new signing. The biggest thing for me, Adrian, was um, a couple of minutes after he came on, he didn't touch the ball for a, for a while. And uh, I was wondering whether he would at all. But they punted a long ball forward. They had nobody around him. He had space to sort of drop back onto his back foot and sort of chest it down and bring it down if he wanted to. But he didn't. He headed it forward and there was a cheer which went around the ground like we'd scored a third. That just shows the character of James. It epitomises his character. He's, he's, he, he wouldn't want to miss out the whole season. Of course, it was unfortunate that, that um, the, the fractured skull injury kind of happened in injury in, in training. Um, but yeah, the final five minutes, he could have he dropped back. He could have taken it on his chest. He could have done it, but he headed it, and he, he kind of showed his confidence that 
he's, he's willing to do anything for the team. He's willing to, to kind of test test us in a sense because he was supposed to be given um, a game against Athletics um, under 23s. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic to see him back on the pitch, and I think everybody was delighted. The big question, Nath, will be whether or not he's involved in a starting capacity on Tuesday night at Harrogate. Obviously, still no Farron Rawson because he's serving a two-game ban. Um, Ollie Hawkins fortunately didn't get booked, so won't be suspended uh, on Tuesday, will be uh, available. But we know how Nigel Clough likes to, to mix it up. One week he'll play a 4-4-2 diamond, the next week he'll stick Hawkins up top and go 3-4-3. Will that open the door for James Perch, though, or do you think it'll be a, a gradual introduction? Uh, not yet. I, I think I do think it'll be a gradual inter- introduction. And I think that's probably rightly so as well at the minute. But, you know, we don't need to make any uh, hasty changes. So, I mean, it might have been a different scenario, obviously, if Ollie Hawkins did get suspended. So, but that's not, that's not the case. So, I don't think there's any need to throw him in at the deep end and, 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 and rush it. Let's, let's him gradually come back and, and ease him back in. Um, and, and manage it well, which I think they've obviously been doing quite well, managing it well you know, for the last few uh, last few weeks. They've, they've obviously been aware he's coming back, but rather than uh, put too much pressure on it, they've they've held it back, haven't they? That news. So, um, you know, I, I anticipate a, a very similar similar side to to, to Saturday. Um, maybe one or two changes, uh, you know, for energy levels more more so than anything. But um, no, I think he, give it time. But I think we will see him play a bigger part throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, let's uh, certainly hope so. Like we've uh, said, it's definitely like uh, having a new signing there. We'll move on to uh, get some reaction in just a minute. Let's uh, wrap up, wrap things up on the uh, the game against Leighton Orient yesterday, Clive, and talk about the, the record. Mansfield becoming record breakers. It's just nice to see, isn't it? it, it after so long, was it 1991-92 uh, time when the record was initially set? Obviously, we had the 12 wins in the conference, but the Football League record uh, set yesterday with that victory. When you a team that are breaking records, usually that does mean longer term success. It does, and if you just tran trans, what's the word I'm thinking of? Trans- if you just extrapolate this for the rest of the season, we, we, we come second, and I, I don't think that's out of the way. I think uh, we can give credit to grudgingly credit to Forest Green Rovers. They are head and shoulders the best team uh, on uh, on on performance in League Two. And I could have no objection to them getting promoted on that basis. And they've certainly got in, in about three of the best players in the league. Um, but, you know, everybody else now is is paling into insignificance compared to Cluffy's team. And, uh, you know, that's not happened overnight. And we had to start from way behind the, the starting line. It, it's not, it doesn't seem that long ago we were joint bottom. Uh, we certainly were second from the bottom in terms of uh, goal difference. And it just shows you what can happen when you put three or four good results together. But to get eight is remarkable. And it might be nine on Tuesday night. Um, any team in any division that can throw consecutive, that number of back-to-back wins together is going to go places. Yeah. So and it's, it's good news for us. It is. And it's good news for the club as well, Nate, because like Daniel says in the comments, it's amazing to see the gates getting bigger and bigger each week. There was yeah. uh, over 5,000 Stags fans in the house on Saturday. Five and a half thousand. No. It's not. I mean, I, I was late getting to the match yesterday, yesterday and I had to bloody queue. I'm like, what's this all about? I this didn't happen. Um, so, no, but seriously, I, it is obviously good. Obviously, we want to we wanna see the, the ground as packed as possible. And we, we know winning does does bring people in. Uh, obviously, there's, there's, there's always been a good, you know, for a long time, I think, been good atmosphere at matches. But obviously, the more people, the better that gets. Um, and and the, it seems to be so often now, the players have said so much about what a difference it does make. And I think sometimes, you know, they say it for just for the sake of it, that's what we want to hear. But I, I genuinely believe it because they're all saying a similar thing when it comes to the last sort of 10 minutes or so. You know, the, the, the fans are really getting, over that, getting them over that line. So um, there's, there's a lot of positives. And like I say, hopefully we can maintain it. And if we, if we can get up, I think it will carry on. Yeah, we certainly saw it the last time that Mansfield were on a good run of form and, and heading towards the playoffs, obviously, under the Flitcroft area. We were, we were getting fans in, in the turnstiles and obviously back in the conference days, we were getting uh, numbers through the turnstiles. And it's just repaying the faith. And it's so important, I think, in this first um, season back after COVID, um, for me, of having you know fans being able to get back in the ground, that we are giving some the fans something to cheer week in, week out, Adrian, because... Winning breeds confidence. 
and it also breeds revenue. And if you want to be a successful team, you need to get revenue from every area. And the easiest way to do it is by getting fans through the door on a match day. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely agree. Uh, like, like everybody said, we've, we've been on a fantastic winning run. Hopefully, hopefully it continues because the, the, the gates have been increasing week by week and it's been tremendous to see what's, what sort of revenue the club is getting. And the, the more fans, the better atmosphere, the more confidence for the team. We, we are, the, the, the stands are the 12th man for the team. So, yeah, it's been, the, the players have even been vocal on, on that, about the crowds and about the fans being tremendous week in, week out, home and away. So, yeah, it's been fantastic to see the gates increasing and long may it continue. Time now to get, go on, Nathan. Sorry, so wasn't it JJ that actually said it was uh, some of the best fans he's, he's played in front of? Was it, it was, was Jordan. It was Bowery. Yeah. It was Jordan Bowery. Oh, oh that was it. Of course, yeah, Jordan Bowery. Oh, yeah, because I remember thinking that. Oh, unlucky. Sorry. Yeah, so um, when, I, when I asked uh, O'Toole about his favourite biscuit in the week, he uh, we were having a, a, a chat about the fans as well. He says, I've basically gone from squaring up to them in the car park to high five <laughs> them and fist, fist bumping them every week. Uh, whereas Bowery has said, you know, it's some of the best atmosphere he's, he's ever played under. So yeah. uh, that absolutely says it all. Uh, time now, though, to uh, round up yesterday's game and get some final reaction. And this is where you three get to uh, have a little vote. The options are the Stags boss, Nigel Clough, or the Stags captain, Ollie Clark. Nathan, I'll kick off with you. Who's your vote going for to get some post-match reaction from? Because I've not heard it yet, um, and I've always been a big fan, Ollie Clark. Clive? Clough. Oh, Adrian's got the casting vote. Are we going Clough or Clark? We'll go Clark. We'll go Ollie Clark. There we go. Right then, sit back and enjoy uh, some post-match reaction from Ollie Clark. Before we do, um, it's time to have a little bit of a guessing game. We need to get a jingle for this. And it's called, What's His Favourite Biscuit? Clive, what are you guessing? Ollie Clark? Yeah. Well, it comes from Bristol. I'm going to have something strange with cream in it. Custard cream. Adrian? You know what? I was actually you thinking the same. Me, I was actually thinking custard creams as well. <laughs> so I'll go custard creams as well. Nathan, you two are in tune with each other. So uh, what is Ollie Clark's favourite biscuit? Viennese. Viennese. There's more than one, mate. Is, is it a swirl, a finger? Finger then, go on then. He's going Viennese. Yeah, Viennese finger. finger. It sounds downright rude. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Well, let's find out. First, with some reaction... To the game, here's me speaking to Ollie Clark for Mansfield 103.2. Well played, captain of a Mansfield town side who have just written their names into the club record history books. How does that feel? Yeah, that's a good good feeling, to be fair. I know uh, <clears throat> it's been there for a long time, so it is always nice to, to set records, but for us it's about winning games and ticking them off until now in the end of the season because the ultimate game is, is to be in and around the playoffs, if not higher, when we finish the season. So we want to kick on from here now. Let's look back on today, a 2-0 win. You got yourself on the score sheet. We'll come to that in a second. But how difficult was that one to play? Because from up in the stands, it looked like a, a very tough one with the wind going here, there and everywhere. Yeah, I think I think when the wind the wind's about is probably the worst conditions to play in because it spoils the the quality of the game and I think about 17 balls went over that stand so good luck to TB getting them back but it was uh it wasn't pleasant but like you say I think we've got the character in the squad to grind out results in conditions like that and I think it like you could see we tried playing at times but we took no chances when we when we had to and, and we cleared our lines got ourselves up the pitch and pressed from there and I think it worked really well today and they always say you're only as good as your next goal and when the next goal came it was from from your boot and what a goal it was yeah it was an, it was a nice well it was a corner and then obviously it's gone up in the air Mac has brought it down bobbled away from him and I just luckily I caught it sweet on the left foot and uh, I think the goalie was blocked, so he couldn't really see it go past him. But yes, just a little tripod falling down the stairs there. <laughs> Should be fine. There's nobody's injured. It's all fine. It's all good. Yeah, so it's a nice feeling to score. I think um, it doesn't matter whoever scores now. It's, it's, a, it's a good feeling. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're all in it together, and, and we're looking to kick on together. So yeah, it was nice to score and obviously set the record today. But we'll be we'll be looking to go again Tuesday and, and keep working from there. You could have had one in the first half as well, which was served well by the keeper. But in terms of your role this season in the midfield, how much more freedom do you think you, you've got in there with the likes of Quinn and Sterk alongside you? Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot better for me because I can provide the energy. I can sit there and, and break the game up if I need to. But 
ultimately I prefer time in runs, picking up second balls and, and trying to be in and around the box, which is probably where I can affect the game the most. But luckily for me, the ball's dropped to me kindly today and I've managed to score my fourth for the season. So yeah, it was, it was a good feeling and we'll just try and, try and pick up a few more between now and the end of the season. That'd be good. Now from the stands, from a fan's perspective, it seems like there's an absolute phenomenal atmosphere in that dressing room at the moment. What do you put that down to? Because it's not just winning games, is it? No, I think like we just we just come together. We're, we're in every every time we're in. It's it's a good feeling. The lads are <clears throat> even we got Garns in there singing, walking in Memphis, leading the troops out. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it is just good vibes. Everyone gets on well, and, and we're trying to build that <clears throat> that that place to come where you enjoy coming in every day. And, and I think over the last few months, don't get me wrong, winning games is obviously it makes that better. But we've had that even when we were down as well. Like when we weren't winning games, it was a good place to come in, and we we always knew that. It was only a matter of time before we picked up, and and now, now the confidence is flying for everyone. You can see that, and I think I think the fans can see that as well, which is obviously pleasing for them. What I really like, there seems to be a, a real level-headedness about this group as well, because you said it. Every other player that we spoke to has said it as well. In we're not bothered about looking towards the end of the season. It's all about the next game. Yeah, that's it. It's, that's it in football. You, you're only as good as your last performance, so you can't be relying on previous form. You've got to take. You've got to be consistent in what you want to do and I think over the last two or three months we have been that, we've been consistent with our hard work and our energy, obviously we've had a bit of luck with injuries, decisions as you do but like you said we, we are here to hard, for hard work and, and that's ground us out the results and we'll keep on doing that. James Perch back in today as well, over the last couple of weeks you've added another couple of key players as well, John Joe Tool signing longer term, Lucas Aikens, Kieran Wallace as well, how important is it to have those experienced and key figures within the dressing room to get you that second push? Yeah, that's, uh, I think, massive in terms of how their experience can guide players who are coming up for you. You've got the likes of Ryan Sturk and obviously like Marius is, is on fire at the moment. We've got younger players that, that probably just need that little bit of calm and experience around them that will see them through. Like when, when I had it when I was younger, I had the likes of Liam Lawrence, Jermaine Easter, good players, good top professionals who knew their way around a promotion and how they, they went about it was, was first class. And here we've got the likes of Perchy, Quinney, myself's been around it so it's nice to see and we'll keep driving everyone forwards to, to ultimately reach our end goal On to Harrogate Tuesday night what are you expecting from them tough side to break down yeah they've been our bogey team over the last 18 months so it is it is one of those teams that they do work hard they press they press high they take no risks but <clears throat> ultimately we haven't done a lot of uh, work on them yet because we've been concentrating on this game so I'm sure we'll look at them and how, how best to break them down and how to nullify their strengths on Monday morning uh, Last couple from me, obviously as captain of this group, how far do you think this team can go? Because there's something special something magical in the air The sky's the limit at the moment, we've got confidence running through us, Everyone's everyone seems to be getting back to full fitness, Laps is on his way back Kellen's on his way back, so come the end of the season I think we'll have a really strong squad to, to really keep pushing and hopefully we're, we're there or thereabouts where we want to be at the end. Well, they say it's not how you start, it's definitely how you finish. Last little bit of a curveball question to end on, you'll understand why in a second, but what's your favourite biscuit? Viennese fingers. What a choice that is, well see, go and see if there's any in the manager's office, put the kettle on, <laughs> put your feet up because after that today, Ollie Clark, you've definitely, in, you definitely earned it. Thanks a lot, cheers. I've never seen Nathan Edge punch the air as much as he uh, did there, as Ollie Clark said. I, I sent some insider training yeah. here. Well, well, Honestly, look, look, I've, not, I've not spoken to Nathan since the last podcast we did. So <laughs> I think he's listened to that interview just so he could uh, bag him a, bag himself a, a point Shocking. on a game where there are no points available. But is that is that on YouTube? Is that on the YouTube video or not? Yes. Well, it's you've the... watched it, Clive, haven't you? Yeah. So how did you not know the answer? Because he didn't listen to it all. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't listen to it all, did he? Obviously. No, 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 I, 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 I'd swear down, I've not watched that. I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing. I don't believe I mean, that's, that's some guess. I mean, not only have I got two scores right in a, you know, in a row on oh, my podcast predictions, you know, and I'm flying at the top of the table. I'm also flying. flying in the biscuit game, you know. The, right. The biscuit game isn't actually a game, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. Fine. fine. <laughs> well... Maybe we'll make it one between now and the end of the season. Who knows? Uh, anyway, that was... Uh, what could you Ollie. win? Biscuits, obviously. Well, well what uh, can you dip your biscuit into? A, a mug! We have, have we got any left? That's a point. Adrian, have you got an answer on Matt's mug? Adrian, are you there? <laughs> well, we ought to reward you with one, don't you think, uh, Skipper? 
Yeah, the, I, I I agree. Fiverr from the MTFC. <laughs> no, uh, we'll get you on sorted. Uh, right, let's uh, move uh, move on. Obviously, uh, Harrogate on Tuesday night. Still a few seats left on the Stag Supporters Association. Uh, coach, if you want to make it, departure from one course stadium is 345. And you can call 07967-689-597. That's 07967-689-597. Prices for a seat aboard the coach, £15 for Emma members, £20 for Blue members, £25 for non-members. So make sure you get yourself a seat and go and back the boys. But of course, don't travel if you haven't got a ticket because they are like rocking horse poo really really rare anyway moving uh, swiftly on um we'll do podcast predictions in just a minute but first um what are you going to be expecting from uh, harrogate town on tuesday night adrian because uh, like ollie clark said in there they're a tough team to break down weird setup at harrogate clive because correct me if i'm uh, wrong but I'm, I'm pretty sure that the manager is the owner's son it's a weird setup, full stop. It's a horrible little place. It's very inhospitable for away fans. There's nowhere to park. You can't use cash at the kiosk. They put you in a little tin stand where you can't see one side of the ground. You can it's... use cash, but it has to be the correct amount of cash. Oh, I stand, I stand corrected. Um, and the lavatory's hidden. But other than that, <laughs> the pitch is nice because <laughs> it's a new one because they had to take up the carpet last year, didn't they? It was a year before. Yeah, they. Uh, it's. Uh... Oh no, they didn't have. A, they were. They were always grass, wasn't it? It was. No, no. I think. No, I think no, they when did, they got that, promoted, they did have to put the pitch oh, up. Right. Yeah, they had to play at Doncaster for a bit. But like it's, they, it's they, a non-league yeah. ground, and, and I'm being uncharitable. On, on, on it, it needs, you know, it needs a lot of uh, work on it. But I would imagine it's in the wrong place, and I would have thought they'd be looking for somewhere else to to build a different stadium. I mean, that yeah. land must be worth a fortune in that part of Harrogate. Yeah, especially know. considering the amount of houses around it. It's, mm. uh, yeah, it's like someone's put it up. And I was right. He is the uh, the son of the Harrogate chairman, which is very strange, Nath. Maybe yeah. one day we'll see, uh, you know, one of uh, the Radford boys uh, take uh, take their place in the dugout, maybe. Rupert. Yeah, who knows? It's about time we had a manager called Rupert. <laughs> Very, very strange. What will you be expecting from Harrogate, though, Nath? Because, you know, earlier in the season, me and Clive went for the Papa John's Trophy game and we came back fuming because, uh, mainly because Jordan Bowery missed a penalty. They went down the other end and scored. But we, we won't remind ourselves of uh, those horrible times. Tough season. It did hit the bar. You know. It wasn't a complete Yeah, match, yeah. So. I, I, still, I still stand by that penalty was, was unlucky, you know, for them to go down and they were ending score. But, um, but no, I... It's a tough one because they are a bogey side. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more fearful of this game than I have been any of the last few for a while. You know, I think it's going to be our tough, toughest sort of test. Well, I think it might be. It's hard because going on our previous performances against them, you know, my head tells me that, you know, we, it's going to be a tough game. But then it, if I applied the same logic that I have to the last few games, you know, if you go by our current form and their current form, you'd, you'd fancy us. So it's... Um, and we've actually got rid of a few of these um, bad omens. You know, we hadn't we hadn't scored against Swindon for for about four games, and we and we beat them three three one. Was it three one? Um, and then Leighton Orient, we hadn't beat them for a while. Beat them, so we are getting rid of a few of these sort of uh, you know these bogey teams. So maybe maybe we could do it again on Tuesday night. Yeah, well, certainly uh, certainly hope so, so Clive, because you know we are going to be on the road a little bit more now for the next month or so. We've only actually got one home game in February. And as much as we we're on a fantastic um run of form, which we sort of which we know, our away form this year hasn't been uh, uh up until recently hasn't been the best of form. So we certainly need to uh, to improve that if we're going to kick on in this second half of the season. We know teams won't want to come um to us this year, but uh, of our away games this season, um 10 10 games um, uh, on the road, only three wins, two draws and five defeats. Whereas at home, 16 games at home, 10 wins, three uh, draws and only three defeats. So uh, something's got to change. Something's got to turn. Well, it's already changed, hasn't it? I mean, as Adrian pointed out, we've, we've had a whole, we've had far more home games because of circumstances than away games. So we're now starting to catch up, but there's never been a better time to catch up. Our away form or current form is as good as anybody's. And if you just keep that going now, and I, I just think that um, it's, from a point of view of, of increasing pressure, when you're doing very well, you're expected to continue to do well. Actually, there's less pressure on an away game on the team when they're playing away from home than when they're playing in front of our fans. So I'm, I don't think it's a, an issue. And I think 
you've got to keep reminding yourselves we were poor at the first third of the season for reasons and those reasons no longer exist. Yeah, those no reasons do no longer exist. And with that, let's turn our attentions to uh, podcast predictions. Nathan, you were boasting earlier saying that you're running away with it. You're not. I, I, no, I'm probably not. But yeah. you cheated, obviously. Well, with the biscuits. You've got a three. <laughs> you've got a three point advantage at the minute over Clive. I've not done the full table. I've just updated um, our scores. I will add everybody else's scores in later and update the social medias. But at the moment, uh, Nathan, you stay top on thirty nine points. Clive, you're in second on uh, thirty six. I'm in third on thirty five. Um, Alan is uh, still uh, in eighth place at the minute on 18 and it's been a good week this weekend for cam as well who's jumped from 15 points to 18 because he was the only one of us who said we'd win 2-0 so we've got all three points for getting the, uh, the score line correct everyone else just got a point for uh, for getting the result correct and uh alan was the only one who uh, guessed one of the goal scorers um as well so with that let's go in uh, reverse order cam and alan aren't here um so, Adrian, we'll come to you. Now, a few people are saying that you're having mic issues again, but we'll, we'll, we'll get it and we'll repeat it. So keep it quick. We just need a scoreline and uh, goal scorers if you've never played the game before. OK, so we went for a 3-1 win. Uh, Resoaps, Jordan Bowery and Ollie Hawkins. Uh, that'll make me next, uh, which will be interesting. I don't know. I think... I fancy it's for another clean sheet, you know. I think we we do. That's the one the next thing to tick off on our on the list for me is consecutive clean sheets. I don't think we've done that yet this season. So I think uh, that's gonna be next. I think we are gonna Haven't we just done that? No, because we two 0 Warsaw, two 0 Nope. You're forgetting the, the forgetting the trip to Barrow last weekend, mate. Of course, yeah. So yeah, Bloody there you Barrow. go. I know. So I suppose you can say we've done it in consecutive home games, but we've yeah. done it in consecutive <laughs> games. But always being pernickety, you aren't you? Uh, I'm going to go for a three nil win, uh, and I'm going to say that Resoaps will get on the score sheet. I think that um, I think Ollie Clark will get another one, and I'm going to back Bowery to get three and three. To be honest, I'm gonna, uh, he's uh, a man in form at the minute. Uh, Clive, you're in second, so you can go next. Purely on form, we're going to win. More importantly, we're going to avert a, a, a double against us. We haven't had one yet. We don't want to start. And I think we'll win comfortably. 4-1. Oates, Macca, Bowery, and from the bench, Aikens. Okay. Nathan, the leader of the pack. He's trying to get some points here, anybody going for a lot of goal scores. Um, I'm going to go for... I'm going to think it's be a bit tighter. I'm going to say 2-1. Um... I'm going to go for Jordan Barry again, the goal machine, old Diego Marabari. And so proud of that, aren't you? You're so proud of that. Not really. I was, it was going to be, the, my name was going to be the Stags fan with the worst internet, but I went with that in the end. Um, so Jordan Barry, and I'm, I'm oh, it's a toss up really between John Joe Tool or Stephen McLaughlin. I'm going to go Macca. Because you love him now. Love him. You want to be, Ollie, you Ollie want... Clark and Macca, oh, mate. You should change your tagline on here from whatever it is at the moment, Diego, wherever, to uh, Nathan the Buffer Edge. <laughs> Nathan the Creep Edge, I think it would be uh, more appropriate, but there you go. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Clive and Nathan and uh, Adrian as well for your predictions. If you want to play along, uh, Cam did send his earlier as well. I suppose I should uh, find that and uh, write that down and remember it. He did put it in the, or was it Alan that sent? Was Alan it, sent one. Alan sent it. He's going to go. He says uh, two nil Oates and Barry. So let me uh, let me uh, write that down. So Alan went with a two nil win. It's uh, an adventure saying Oates and Barry, isn't it? Eh? Well, you've you've got it, hasn't you? You got it, haven't you? Um, so yes, if you want to play along with podcast predictions, make sure you do it via the link in the description. Votes on social media comments or in the comments now on this chat, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Do not count letters to my house. Don't count. Post-it notes on my windscreen don't count. Only counts if it's done via the link one hour and one minute before kickoff. Make sure you uh, make sure you get involved via the, all the usual methods. Well, that's use the link. Correct. Absolutely. Use the link. Link buy a mug. There you go. Uh, that's almost all we've got um, time for. Uh, as always, we'll end on the uh, the story of yesterday. But this is the point where we lose Adrian, Nathan, and uh, Clive. So uh, finally, before we uh, wrap things up, of course, this is the last time we'll talk before the transfer window slams shut 
on Monday night. Clive, expecting any further business uh, from uh, from what you saw yesterday? Well, Clough's intimated another signing to come, but I, I have to say I won't lose any sleep if we don't. Yep, with with the, with the other two, quite happy. So anything else would be would be a bonus. There you go. Uh, that's uh, Nathan, Clive and Adrian's take uh, on this. Uh, hopefully, Adrian, we'll get you back on the podcast again soon. But like every other student, we need to get you some better Wi-Fi first. Maybe the uh, the hamsters in the wheel will uh, will get working for you at some point. But it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to get you on. I don't know if people can hear you or not. To be honest, I can hear you, which is what matters um, in the terms of the context of this. Uh, but if they can, where can they find your work? Well, go and give them a follow if you did hear that. If you didn't, We'll maybe share it later on. Uh, Time now to sit back and enjoy the story of yesterday as told by Lee Wilson and myself on Mansfield 103.2. The stage could potentially be set for Mansfield Town to make history. They're in search of their eighth consecutive football league victory. Can they get it this afternoon against Leighton Orient? The Stags make one enforced change from the side which beat Barrow by three goals to one last weekend with captain Ollie Clark back in the fold for the suspended Farron Rawson. So the Stags with Nathan Bishop in goal, a back four right to left of Elliot Hewitt, John Joe Tool, Ollie Hawkins and Stephen McLaughlin. Midfield of Ollie Clark, George Maris, Ryan Sturk and Stephen Quinn with Jordan Bowery and Reese Oates up front on the bench. Merrick Stack, Richard Naughty, Danny Johnson, the former Leighton Orient man, of course, Kieran Wallace, who signed yesterday, Jason Law, Lucas Aikens, and a welcome return for James Perch. At the centre of the pitch for Holly Clark, who finds Maris. Hewitt makes the run on the right hand side if you can find him. Maris turns, goes back to O'Toole, who lobs his man and gets it wide left for McLaughlin again. Controls well, McLaughlin to deliver from deep, stabbed away. Up into the air it goes once again, McLaughlin heads it back forward. Leighton Orient clear once more, but Mansfield are there with Hawkins to win it. Cross it goes to the centre circle for Hewitt. It's a good pass from Hawkins to find Hewitt. He takes it well. Now Maris in control. Low ball forward with you for Oates. Couldn't get his touch right towards Barry there. Leighton Orient will try and get it clear, but a failed clearance. He's seen quick at the ball on the left-hand side again. McLaughlin overlaps. Here is McLaughlin with the ball in towards the middle. One towards Oates. It's headed away by the number 19, Beckles, the captain, for the first corner of the afternoon. Good flowing movement by Mansfield. The real test of the afternoon here on this delivery. Maris will take it. It'll be a right foot in swing, a one in the air. Maris steps up now to deliver it. Curling towards the back stick where it's O'Toole! Oh, and it's saved by the keeper on the line. O'Toole just couldn't quite get his connection right. Went back to McLaughlin on that left hand side. Charging towards McLaughlin, finds Maris. Looks to try and turn it inside for Oates. Looking towards the end. Barry heads it back down. Sturt gets it back forward to Quinn. Quinn looking to find Barry again. Can't get it out of his feet. Barry's running, running back on the edge of the Orient box now. Orient dealing with it well, but Barry may have picked, picked the ball here. Beckles gets it clear. McLaughlin wins it again. Now finds Ollie Clark, 35 from goal. Clark opens some space and shoots from distance! And uh, sees a good save through by Lawrence Vigory, who was well positioned. That's better from Mansfield Town, opening up some space. And Ollie Clark, 35 yards. Tests Lawrence Vigory, goalless. It's looking towards the air, headed away by Hawkins, snapshot on the edge of the box, and that's high and over the top of the bar. McLaughlin there driving forward, McLaughlin still going towards the byline, rolls it back for Quinn, first time delivery in towards the box, headed away, and cleared by Otis Khan, but Ryan Sturt gets it again. Here's Reese Oates on the edge of the box, opens up his body, Oates looking to shoot, though he's blocked off by the Orient man, but Reese Oates is still going, clips it towards Barry, takes it yeah, down, get in, get in there! of handball, the referee and linesman said no, and Barry said thank you very much, I do not miss these, bang, goal 1-0 Mansfield. It is, but I'll tell you something now, the biggest handball you'll ever see, we've got a way one there, Oates, road runner, absolutely brilliant, kept session of ball, tried to play a reverse pass and to be fair to Barry, he's brought it down like, you know, 
like Jordan, basketball, but who cares? He's brought it down and put it away, but he's still talking to the linesman now. He's uh, we're all celebrating, but this goal may not stand this here. Goal, it's, been it's, given, it's been given. Harry on the right-hand side for Mansfield, looking to try and get across it, scores a bit, looking against the man. Does well to turn him. The ball does go behind for Mansfield's first corner of the second half. Won well on 17 minutes by Jordan Bowery. This is an opportunity now really to take the game by the scruff of the net. Grasp hold of it. Stephen Quinn goes across to that far side to take it in front of the scoreboard. The left of the in front of the travelling Orion fans all the way up from the capital this afternoon. The Stags have left Hewitt back as always. Clark and Sturf on the edge of the box. Marish there as well. Run by McLaughlin in the near post. It goes in towards the middle. Headed away by Otis Carr. Headed back forward by Maris. Headed away again by Orion. Maris again this time heads it forward. It might fall for Quinn. Low ball in towards the middle. Deflects behind. Mansfield have another corner. Good header fall there by Oli Clark to release Stephen Quinn, who did well on the wrong side to win Mansfield a second corner. And the Stags fans repay it with a chance of yellows. Quinn puts the ball on the corner off. Takes three steps back. Five stride run now. Delivers. In towards the middle. Otulu was the target. Headed away by Khan. It might fall for Clark. Oli Clark. The Stags captain. Puts Mansfield two goals to the gun. The Stags fans off their feet. Ollie Clark celebrates with a score. He's come back in by a raspy and effort. It's the bottom corner of the net from a Stags corner from 18 yards on 72 minutes. Ollie Clark makes it Mansfield Town two. Leighton Orient nil. Absolutely brilliant strike from Ollie Clark. Came out. Great technique, it's it lovely with his left foot into the bottom left-hand corner. Fantastic finish, and what Mansfield deserved them by far the better team in control. And 2-0, I can't see these laying on again back into this, and I can see Mansfield just carrying on. But what a what a beautiful strike from it. Really, really good. The technique was quality, and that's what it's been. Mansfield's had more quality today, and it's simple as that. Khan gets it forward. Mansfield get it away through Ollie Hawkins, who's there. Just can't get ahead of himself, and uh, now Orin have the ball to the left of the Stags box. Bowery gets Bowery. it. Well, turns the ball behind, and with that, history is made. Mansfield Town seal their eighth consecutive football league victory and write their names into the club record history books. A fantastic performance from the Stags. It gets the win in the first half, but more importantly, they battled well. Jordan Bowery's goal with an element of luck captain at the end of the game Lee Wilson makes it a full time Mansfield Town 2 Leighton Orient nil, and with that history is made and what a fun and not just doing it well they've played so so well to do this they've not you know they've, they've not scraped through games within the better team the better team today I wouldn't say they was brilliant today but they played the conditions fantastically well So Mansfield Town go into the history books. They get three points, an eighth consecutive victory. They move up the Skybet League table, firming their place in the playoffs and hunting down the automatic promotion spots. And if that wasn't enough, James Perch came back to play as well, which is exactly uh, another thing which Mansfield would have wanted and dreamt of for a long, long time indeed. Everything is going well for Mansfield Town, but can it continue? Next stop on the Stags journey, it's a trip to Harrogate Town on Tuesday night. If you can't get there, make sure you tune in to Mansfield 103.2 from 7pm. Full match commentary with Lee Wilson alongside myself to bring you every single kick of the action. As the Stags aim to make it nine consecutive victories and further right records. Can they do it? Can anybody stop Mansfield Town? Will it be the bogey team? Make sure you join us to find out. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Thanks so much for getting involved and sharing and commenting. As always, apologies for the audio issues earlier on. We'll be back again later in the week as Mansfield Town's journey continues with a trip to Harrogate on Tuesday night. Until then, enjoy the rest of your weekend. The Super Stags are on the march.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.